Welcome to Is This Real Life? A Bravo podcast that relates our favorite shows to our own lives and the world around us. I'm your host, Mandy Slutsker. Let's get to it. Hi, everyone. I hope you had a good week. So my guest on the podcast this week is Tom Hamlet, and we chat for the better part of an hour and a half and talk through absolutely everything, including a bunch of hot topics that came up in the Bravo world this week. But one thing that we didn't get into as much I want to touch on now, which is the potential lawsuit that Bethany is threatening Bravo and NBC Universal with. It appears that she has hired two big name attorneys, Brian Friedman and Mark Garagos, to wage a war on NBC and Bravo, its subsidiary. And she claims that she's recruited over 80 people in this effort. Now, My understanding is that thus far, her lawyers have sent a letter to NBC Universal and Bravo, but have not filed any lawsuits. And they don't name anyone specifically in the letter. But there are a lot of allegations in the letter. These allegations include that the network makes deliberate attempts to manufacture mental instability by plying their talent with alcohol while depriving them of food and sleep, as well as denying mental health treatment for those displaying obvious and alarming signs of mental deterioration. The letter also accuses Bravo and NBC of distributing and or condoning the distribution of non-consensual pornography and calls out the distribution of revenge porn, but it does not go into specific details. So these types of statements lead me to believe that Rachel Levis is involved in this, and I can definitely see how her family would want to get in touch with Bethany and kind of ride her coattails on this potential lawsuit, given everything that went on with Rachel. Now, the questions I have are, who is actually part of this, and are any of them current Bravo talent, or are they all sort of disgraced former Bravo employee, you know, Bravo celebrities, and they're just pissed because they're not on the show anymore and they have a bone to pick with the network. You know, I feel like there are some very valid concerns that were raised in these letters, especially the stuff about revenge porn, if it has to do with, you know, Tom Sandoval filming Rachel Levis and her not knowing and then Ariana seeing it and then did Ariana send that to anyone did production see it things like that but some people who have a very eagle eye also brought up that there was sort of a revenge porn type situation on the Real Housewives of New Jersey a few seasons back on Danielle Staub's last season I think when she pulled um, Margaret's hair so in that same episode I guess there was a boys night um, and the husbands all got together and they were apparently watching a sex tape of Danielle Staub. Now, I don't know if this tape was made like with her knowledge. I don't know why it's out on the internet. I don't know why they were watching it. I don't know why everyone's laughing about it. But that is definitely concerning. And the fact that it, you know, made it into the episode, um, 
you know, definitely shows that there's at least something going on. Now, I'm always thinking the way that I want to watch these shows is I want Bravo to find really interesting, unique, loud people who know each other and put them together and put them on camera and not try and produce too much and not try and have like fake storylines or make them, you know, cry just because they're tired. The things that are often you know, accused of on The Bachelor set, right? They take people, they make them stay up for crazy hours. You know, they don't give them a lot of food. They're tired, they're hungry, and eventually they cry and they get that scene that they want of the person leaving in the limo. And I just don't know that Bravo has the exact same playbook and that a lot of these women just are the way they are. Now, when people on the network, um, such as Lala, have gotten sober. From my understanding, she says that the production company is, you know, very in in support of that and never wants to put her in a situation that she's uncomfortable with. And there are now a number of Bravo liberties that are sober or just came out saying they don't drink at all. So, um, you know, that's interesting, this whole like plying them with alcohol, not giving them food, all of that stuff. What I find difficult to believe, though, is that Bethany is doing this because she actually cares. I feel like she has a bone to pick and she's trying to pick it and she's trying to get everyone's worst story and get these big name lawyers and go after the network. And if you know, people are finally getting heard who weren't heard any other way, then maybe that's a good thing. But I just, I don't know, something about me doesn't trust Bethany. And I think probably Lisa Rinna is involved in this in some way. Like everyone's fine with the network until they're not on the network. And then they have a bone to pick. And this is, it's going to be very hard to change the conditions in which these shows are made because if you know even with production right if production if someone on production is working feels like they're being worked too hard and they're exhausted then production will just fire them and get somebody else and the same is true for the talent on screen there are so many people that are just so begging to be on reality TV that will do anything to be on the show that sign away these crazy, you know, contracts and they do it because they love being on TV. And if they don't love being on TV enough anymore and they want something different, then there's someone right behind them. And so it makes it pretty hard to change the conditions. Now, I just would want to know more specifics. I feel like this is a vague and ominous sort of sounding letter that is, I don't know what Bethany is trying to do, but I feel like she was trying to get more headlines on this than actually solve a problem. But that's just my take on it all. Would love to hear what you all think. If you think there's actually some meat to this, that it's not just a bunch of, you know, 
washed up, upset, fired, bravo liberties, or if you think there's really something there. And it's probably somewhere in the middle. I'm sure there are people like Lisa Rinna who really (laughs) don't have much of a claim. I mean, Lisa Rinna could have kept her job if she just stayed off social media, but she could not help herself. She had so many grievances and she aired all of them. And the fact that they kept her year after year when she was behaving this way online is wild. And they basically had to cut her, right? They had to put her on pause. So it'll just be interesting to see how this plays out. I feel like Bethany is in sort of a staring match or something with Bravo and NBC Universal. And I think she's bored. I really do. I think she's bored. I don't think she's trying to wage a just war. I think this is her project of the week and it may last for multiple months, but eventually she will set her sights on something else. And so anyways, I hope you guys had a fantastic week. And as always, if you enjoy the podcast, go ahead, give it a five-star rating and leave a kind review. I have such a fun conversation with Tom Hamlet coming up. So we will take a quick break and then be back with Tom. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, everyone. I'm here with Tom Hamlet, one half of the podcast Dumpter Dumpster Dive. Oh, my God, what's going on with me today? Um, where they cover Bravo shows, including older seasons and other reality TV favorites like Love Island, Bad Girls Club, and RuPaul's Drag Race. He is also one half of the Hamlet twins with his sister, Kix, who's not his actual twin, but... They're close enough in age, (laughs) but your actual sister. (laughs) How are you doing, Tom? (laughs) I'm good, Mandy. Thanks for having me. It's been a second. It's been a minute. You know, I was thinking about you guys when Bitch Sesh rebranded to Garbage World. Okay. You, many people, we've gotten this a lot, but it doesn't bother me. No, I don't think. I just was like, oh, you know. I don't know. She's like in the garbage dumpster well, dive. Like, yeah. Well, the people were like, they stole your idea. I'm like, one, for one, there are ten thousand podcasts. No ideas are being stolen. Like, and right, we all so have the same like ideas. The biggest <laughs> podcast. So, like, I don't really find them to be like they're not our rivals. Like, <laughs> right. So, um, no, I thought it was. I I loved. I like the only FOMO I had with their like switch to garbage world was their photo shoot like in the dumpster is so cute of them it's like laying like so naked like, the, like, the, like trash all over them i'm like wait stealing this for our next rebrand yeah you should to- you and kicks should totally get photos in an actual I, new I york agree. city dumpster well, <laughs> i do feel like this now though i'm like this is our fine this is like a great opportunity to be like hey guys hey casey and danielle we do a very similar thing like could we collab yeah you should totally go on names are similar i'm like just like throw us a bone you kind of like took our idea right (laughs) no in reality 
half the I mean were you like a bit are you like a bitch sesh per, I feel like some yeah. are a bitch sesh and then some are crap um I'm a bitch sesh not a crapins but I I'm find crapins funny but I'm I'm all yes. about like the weird Casey the and Danielle universe. and their yes like family and yes. friends and all of the you know Matt McConkey's like bachelor party all of that i'm into it i'm here yes okay we're on the same page there yeah i um that same i was not a crappens person until mm-hmm. i i actually recently started listening to them a lot i like their oc and new york recaps their oc recaps are hilarious because the women are just so annoying but we that's why we love them and their impressions of them are just hilarious so i love those but no bitch says they always called people like gar- trash people and garbage humans which is why we titled the podcast dumpster dive so it, it, it's all kind of spawns oh. from the same universe so yeah for anyone who's like i, I li- we literally got so many dms being like did you see this like this is like scandalous i'm like <laughs> I, love that you, I love that you think they know who we are the bravo <laughs> online universe loves to make a big deal out of things that are not as big of a deal um correct I posted this week uh, just a story about Caitlin Collins, who's got a show at 9 p.m. Eastern on CNN. And she was out in New York City for dinner with Shep. And some people were saying it was a date. And I just was like, didn't see this coming. You know what I mean? But it doesn't mean they're actually dating. You know, he's also like a very um, vocal political political person person. on Twitter or X or whatever. Yeah, Yeah. He's like. A big, a big leftist. So um, that doesn't like surprise me. But also, if they're dating, who cares? I don't know. Yeah, no. Shit. I mean, she doesn't have time to date with her schedule. No, I don't know how <laughs> these people do anything in life that are on like CNN or or MS. I mean, she's really young to have the career that she's had and be like the chief of White House correspondent for some time. Mm-hmm. Like, it's she's. She's making waves in the journalism world. And I'm sure she she also watches Bravo. So I'm sure that was just really fun for her to like chit chat with Shep. But I didn't mean for it to be so scandalous, you know, when I posted it and people were like, I can't believe it. (laughs) I'm like, oh, I don't know. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know. People need to relax. People will like lean into anything and assume it. You know, and even if it is does end up being true, it's like, do we have to go there right away? Can we give it a little a little time? Like the Kyle Richards totally. stuff, I'm like, just... I'm already exhausted by it, and it's like, not even going to be on the show. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, if, we, if it is, then we will find out eventually, right? Agreed. Agreed. I just am not so salacious that I need to know all of it. Totally, completely agree. But I do think oh. she is a being a hypocrite because she's always like, just be honest, just be honest. And it's like, well, what honestly is going on in your marriage? But she's always been a hypocrite. That's like one thing that she's always been like, she's a mean girl that then can't take it. And then I think she doesn't view herself that way. No, most hypocrites don't. (laughs) I can imagine a hypocrite being like, I'm such a fucking hypocrite. So true. So true. Okay. Well, speaking of hypocritical, I wanted to ask you about Nini on Carlos King's podcast. Mm -hmm. So I couldn't stomach listening to it just because Mm -hmm. their voices and the types of things that they say are like so irksome for me. But I did do a deep dive into what everyone else 
said they said. <laughs> Did you get a chance to listen? Uh, he, Carlos kind of bothers me. Yeah, me too. I love Nini. I, I do love Nini. Uh, my only thing with Nini is like, I I just feel a bitterness towards like Bravo and, and towards the show and towards like her treatment on the show, which is valid completely. But like, I just, I, and Bethany does this too. It's like, just, can we just like stop talking about it though? You're not on it anymore. Like, can we just kind of like let it go? Um, I think her, her grounds of anger towards like the, the, the racist claim she's made like at Bravo HQ completely valid and she should follow. I mean, I know she dropped those charges, but like those are conversations worth having. But my, I just, I get exhausted by her like constant, like, um, opinions on the women on the show and like it's like i just i don't care i honestly don't care and i liked when she the past couple years of her just living her life not on on camera i just want her to be happy and healthy and all those things and i don't think that the show brings out any of that in her anymore um and then carlos uh to me always has like carlos in mind first when he's interviewing people like he's always trying to like get a headline or get people talking about something which is why he's a good producer but i for me i just can't stomach the content like in that way i prefer just like fun organic conversations with people on an interview level than like so i heard like he asked salacious questions like i did you see the clip going around of her talking about the, the drama with her son no so he asked her about her son and i don't know if you know about her yeah, he getting was arrested, arrested he was the yeah. other son he like used he, the other son's name yeah, when yeah. he was arrested which is really dumb because it will very piss off the police. It's, it's <laughs> the police it's pretty easy to figure out that that's not you like it's not like it's kind of a weird move to do regardless of the fact like the the her stuff with her kids is just there's been some darkness with like you know um drugs and things like that and i just don't know why carlo like why do we need nini doesn't have to like nini doesn't owe us anything any response about what her kids are doing right and he like really dug into it with her and she was honest about it which i applaud her for that but i just don't i just feel like it's in all a lot of the stuff is just in kind of poor taste it's just not it's not for me I feel like that's one of the things that's very relatable that she could talk about because so many people have a family member that is struggling with addiction. And so like hearing from her, I think, but the way that he talks and asks everything, it's, it's that's, him. I guess that's it's it. it's right. his style and he's just obsessed with himself and thinks he's so amazing. And I don't like how he views housewives. Um, and maybe he's correct in how he views housewives, but he always views it as like a game and people are only in alliances. There's mm-hmm. no actual friendships in housewives. And I don't agree with that. I feel like I've seen real friendships. Are they few and far between? Sure. Are some, but not all friendships have to be these like deep friendships. But I do think that a lot of them genuinely enjoy spending time together. And he makes everything into this like tit for tat sort of like master manipulator chess game. And not all the housewives are playing chess. Like they're just being themselves. Not all of them are smart enough to do it. Right. And that's, it's just not, I mean, not even smart enough. Just not everyone's good at that type of long game. 
right? Yeah, I just, no. I don't know. I don't like to view it that way. I'm like, can we just watch the show? Like, does it have to be these two women are in an alliance? Anyways, so um, <laughs> I just, over the Nini saying that she was mistreated, like, if you're going to bring a lawsuit, you better have evidence. And you better have serious evidence. And right. from my understanding, she did not. Like, she was not able to back up her claims with, like, clear things other than her own opinion. And that is a really shitty thing to do to bring a lawsuit against anyone, let alone your former employer, over something that you don't have proof fully happened. And she's like, oh, I've been blacklisted since then. I'm like, it's not that NBC Universal is calling up every media group and saying, don't hire Nini. They don't want to hire you because you (laughs) had this shitty lawsuit against your former employer. Like that makes you a liability. They're not going to want you. No one's going to want you. You can't keep any friendships. I'm not a Nini fan. Like I used to love Nini, but she was so horrible her last season. She wouldn't like talk at the reunion. She wasn't being a team player. She seemed like she hated being on the show. So like, okay, then then just leave and leave in peace. If you're not happy and the other the cast isn't happy and the network isn't happy, then like be done with it. That she won't. She won't let it go. And when she <laughs> said um, that she believes she should be at least as famous as Kim Kardashian, and they both came up at the same time. I just couldn't help but chuckle. Oh, I didn't hear that. I mean, but Nini, I don't know where else. Like you've kind of you did it. I mean, you you are in the pantheon of like reality TV superstars, but that doesn't mean anything. Like you just like because like Kim, and I'm not a kardashian fan or lover or or anything but they also like are constantly hustling businesses and like nini i think thought that maybe just being who she was on the show would put her somewhere yeah and it did she she literally went as far as you could go she was like for a long time rumored to be the highest paid housewife on bravo she got whatever she wanted i'm like and and she deserves that because she's amazing tv but I don't know how much further she thought this would go. I mean, especially like Skims I, versus the Lanethia Lounge. Right? They're very different business ventures. <laughs> they just are. I don't even know <laughs> no much about Kim Kardashian, but I do know that she has a reputation of being really good to work with. Yes, and she does. That is that matters more mm-hmm. than anything and nini actually has the opposite reputation of being very difficult to work with of kind of viewing everything through the lens of herself with everyone else you know playing a supporting role and she's always the main character and that's just not gonna get you as far you know you have to have a good work ethic as kim says you know no one wants to work anymore (laughs) um yeah i know i i i agree she, yeah, she I don't know. Every, <laughs> everything about Carlos in that interview just annoyed me. Okay, did you catch the Southern Charm trailer that dropped? I did. Oh my Any god, it looks good. Thoughts? I, it was so confusing though, because like I couldn't. Did they fuck? And so my understanding is that Taylor and Austin maybe made out. Okay. 
but then later in the season, she sleeps with Shep. Okay. That's what I tried to understand. No, I think Taylor is a conniving little, like, biatch. Because if she's supposed to be, she always acts like she's, like, this, like, sweet, innocent, like, Christian girl. And then she's going around and, like, hooking up with her best friend, supposedly his ex. Like, come on. Like, this is a crappy know, thing to that's do. Also, that's also, like, I know 10,000. I went to school, high school with, like, 10,000 tailors. I don't think she's that, I don't even think she's that, like, um, conniving. I think she's just kind of unintentionally messy. And But the only thing where I think she was trying to play the long game is just getting on the show. Because mm-hmm. she's not really compelling to me in any way for TV. Like, I don't find her funny. I don't find her like an instigator like the last season was kind of the first season she was like fully fully involved i think right mm-hmm. like she was in one prior to that but last season she was like a full character on the show and i was just like I, do i care about and also they seem like a mismatch to me who taylor and taylor and um shep oh yeah they're definitely a mismatch i think she's would be better with austin maybe but like that shep she- is an old man shep is old <laughs> He's even older than me, so. Um, no, I just, like, she is, I mean, she's a baby. Isn't she, like, early 20s? Oh, I think she's, like, at least mid to late 20s at this point. Okay. I, I can, The ages on Southern Charm are so ambiguous to me because they always, the cast has like, always... Whitney's, like, like, 60. Whitney's close to being able to get, like, Social Security. <laughs> no, I know. That's why I always get so confused because I'm like... and then they'll bring in someone new i mean Catherine was on the show when she was 18 19 or something like that 18 or 20 yeah yeah and thomas ravenall was like 50 and they fucked so it's like ages just like kind of don't mean anything there so i get confused about where everyone is at but the 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 trailer looked good to me and i guess i think we have a gay on now who one of i he was not featured in the trailer very much but he's in the with the glasses yeah, I did a oh, deep yeah. dive on him. He's a, I believe he's an interior designer. And I I don't know his sexuality, I should say, but he's definitely somewhere in, in the in the LGBT uh, QIA realm. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Um, which is, that's fun. We need, I always think we need more gays on Bravo. And then um, I, there's a fist fight, I guess, between that what? weird, creepy looking. Um, the yeah, little you, guy the, yeah you didn't see that in the trailer it's the end of the trailer i've watched it like twice i don't know why i didn't like, i think it's austin and him like, yes going okay that makes sense. i also i love to see austin just like um get fucked over just <laughs> yeah it's the only way i'll, I'll like so him on a show what i kind of wanted to see not in the trailer but what i hope to see in the season which i don't think we're gonna get which is so Olivia's brother dies during filming and oh yeah, and it's, they haven't said the cause of death, but she has said that he suffered from like long Lyme, which listeners know I have opinions on chronic Lyme. Oh my God, that's so scary. No, I know. Um, so he, he died in like February or something like that or January. And since Austin had a sister that died, 
he was young when it happened, but still, like, I thought that would be a sort of bonding moment for two people who've been through kind of the unthinkable. And yeah. I think she probably was expecting more from him mm-hmm. um, in, because she had to continue filming for a couple months. And at that point, and she did an interview with Sheena, and she said, like, she, her mind just wasn't there and, like, the drama didn't matter to her anymore. And, like, Austin accused her of, like, not, I don't know, paying attention or, like, being, <sighs> like, present. Yeah, <laughs> it's really shitty. I, and yeah, then, okay. like, four months later, Taylor's brother dies. What? Yes. And so... Like, this has to be addressed at some point. I mean, I think that was after production wrapped. But these two women who were such good friends, like, I would hope they would find their way back to each other after, like, having that kind of a horrible experience. Oh, God. That sounds dark. Yeah, it is dark. I mean, to have, like, three people who've lost siblings on a cast of, like, what, 10? Right. And all all three of them are younger than 40 years old. Yes. Yeah. So I I don't know. I was kind of, because I'm like a grief person. I'm really into like how people manage grief. I find it really fascinating. And I came to Bravo when I was grieving. Like that's when I got really into it. So Mm -hmm. I was kind of hoping to see, not in the trailer, but I'm hoping to see a little bit of the grieving process um, and some, you know, honest talk about it. But not everyone's comfortable sharing that side of themselves. Yeah, and maybe she'll share it slowly, like, in time and all that stuff. Because for it to happen, it's one thing for it to happen, like, before the season started filming or after it was over. Like, it happened during. That is That would make me have I a mean, nervous break. Vicky got the call that her mom died I, on yeah. camera. Like, while they were at, like, a poker night. I can't. I know. <laughs> that was, like, the most real moment I think we've seen on Bravo. When she fell to the floor screaming. Yes. <laughs> this is taking a dark turn, but I just <laughs> I need to laugh. It's yeah. so dark and it's so yeah, but anyways, I was hoping I'm hoping to see some of this addressed over as the season plays out because You you wanted like a funeral trailer. No, not a <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm giving you shit. Not a funeral. Like, I saw no mention of death in the trailer. And right. Like, and I'm like more. that happened in the middle of filming and I feel but maybe it's also the wishes of Olivia and her family that it not be heavily featured too. So very yeah, we'll much see. understand that. Yeah, we'll see. I'm sure it'll be included in some format. So, yeah. Um, okay. The there is, I don't know. I guess a rumor um, started by one Whitney Rose that Salt Lake City is returning September 4th, which is like a week before Southern Charm comes out. Mm-hmm. But we haven't yet seen a trailer. Well, it's funny you bring up Salt Lake City. Kix is literally in the Beauty Lab and Laser parking lot right now. No way. She is. Yeah. She's right in Salt Lake started, for work? No, for a wedding. For She's a wedding, wedding in um, Park City. And she just texted before we like pressed record. Her, no like, effing way. I uh-huh. love that. Yeah. Um, I guess I'm sure we'll get a trailer soon. I Salt Lake City, I, I, I kind of like don't love. So I don't care so much about. I'll watch, but. That last season was just so boring. They're just so angry about nothing. And I'm like, and they're also all so like bamboozled by this 
awful criminal. I'm like, you right, guys but let they're her like off in free, but you're mad but, about right? like who put a wine glass like next to who. I'm like, this is insane. <laughs> like, I know. Like, I want to see a bit of a takedown of Heather Gay, but I don't think we're gonna get one. I feel like she has you not put been. No, I mean, I for the audience, yes, but mm-hmm. I don't think the other housewives took her down. I want to see other housewives call out her bullshit. I agree. It did. It, yeah, she is tough for me. She is a disappointment. She is a huge disappointment. She pretended to be one person, and then she's a totally different person. And I don't like the other person that well, she is. I think. I think the core issue here, though, is that she is a avid Bravo, Bravo fan and thought she knew how to play the game. And if you're listening and you ever end up on a Bravo show or any reality show, you can never lie on camera about anything or like hide things because it'll always, even from the smallest thing, it's going to unravel and become bigger than it is because the cameras see everything. And I think, there's just a lot of weird, like, we weren't going to talk about... Like, I found the whole, like, her choosing to leave the Mormon church and Whitney, like, be, that to me was, like, the beginning of the, I thought this was my storyline. Like, I was going to do this on camera, and now you're doing it on camera. Like, I feel like there's just, with the two of them, a lot of their fights are things about, like, I thought we were going to do this on the show, and then we did this, and then this. And I'm like... That's not that's not interesting to anyone. Like when they were fighting on Girls Trip about like the show, and it's all so the housewives dumb. were all the houses were literally like, "Y'all, can we can we please just wrap it up?" I like, know. But the things that Heather says sometimes, like going after so Leah for being sober, like I'm gonna get you drunk, like though they're so awful and they're not funny at all like something but she's a victim of her situation in many ways and she's extremely sheltered you think until I, I really believe because i grew up with so many mormons that like i recognize her like weird joke behavior like it's just she doesn't have she has social anxiety and so she tries to be fun and play with the jokes that other people play with but doesn't know what works and what doesn't and so she just gets caught up saying things that like aren't funny like she watches a show and she thinks that the thing about not drinking or giving leah a drink is funny because like housewives drink but then she doesn't realize that what she's doing is actually like so mean that sounds more like neurodivergent and i would feel much better about that you know which would explain why she so comes across differently um but i just think she like lacks some empathy truly I mean, to stare at your cousin, like, sobbing on a national television show and not... And her talking about her trauma that she's finally, like, dealing with from childhood. childhood and yeah. Have no... She had no empathy for her at all. It was so cold and awful. And, yeah. I think the issue with Salt Lake is that they're none of them are friends. And mm-hmm. that they just come together to film the show and there's no authentic friendships. And at least on OC, what we're seeing is like friendships over long periods of time. Mm-hmm. And it, it makes things more interesting. The fact that there are actual friendships off camera, it makes the show, it adds a different layer. And I think that's the issue. Now, question for you. Do you think that the Roni women 
are actual friends or do you think they were cast to be friends? Uh, no, they were not actual friends. <laughs> I think there are some small relationships, but Andy keeps being like, this is a friend group. I'm like, Jenna Lyons did not know any of these ladies. Like she didn't like there's, we, we, we don't need to pretend that like, cause Aaron there, they tell us that Aaron is like the closest with her prior to filming, but it seems, but Aaron keeps saying she's a new friend. And then I don't know if you caught this in the most recent episode, but Bren said something in her confessional about finally getting to know Sai or something about how excited she was to like kind of get to the core of who Sai was and Sai was opening up about her family and all that stuff. And I was like, wait, babe, like the opening scene of this whole show was you going to Sai's house being like, Sai is my girl. Like I go to Sai's house all the time in Brooklyn. She's like my, I'm like, wait, I'm confused. Like, I think that you were lying. (laughs) (laughs) I I think for sure that none of them are as close as they were trying to come across as. But also some people don't open up. And I think Sai might be one of those people that doesn't talk as much about her background. But then it came out so easily. Yeah, it was so organic. They were just like sitting around. Yeah. But also in their defense, New York is a very small place in a lot of ways. Like, I'm just going to use the gay community as, as an example. When I like meet new like gay people out in the city, it's often that we share um, either sexual partners or friends. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> if you're of a certain echelon in the city, these women have a lot of money. I'm positive right. they're invited to the same things. I'm sure that they have seen each other. They all know who Jenna Lyons is. Jenna probably had met Jessel at a couple different shows, so she kind of knew who Jessel was and would say hi at parties. I'm sure Aaron and Bryn run into each other like at weird socialite things downtown. Like, uh, it makes sense to me that they've all crossed paths. I don't know about friends, but. Right. It's so funny when people say like New York is such a small town because it's like the biggest city in the US. But people said that when I was living in Dhaka, Bangladesh, which like Mm -hmm. has anywhere between 15 and 30 million people. No one knows. Like, they yeah. can't figure out the census. <laughs> and people would be like, DACA's so small. <laughs> but it was just like, what you're saying is that the w- uber wealthy in DACA is a very sure. small group. And that's, well, that's who you hang out with in your social circles. So, um, no, I get what you're saying. It's- yeah, New York communities are incestuous and like yes. small. Like yes. everyone knows everyone in those circles. Like, but then you enter into a new circle because of some circumstances and you're like, never seen any of these people before. So. Do you think Jenna was completely wrong to leave in quote unquote, the middle of the night, it was 10 30 PM and so, go to her own house. I, I have a cup. I mean, I think that it was like definitely weird to not text Aaron and just be like, Hey, I'm just going to head home. Like the girls are like partying. I got to be up early. It just like, I can't hang like this, but I'll be back in the morning with coffee in hand. Right. No, have a great night. Like, I think she should have done that. Um, I, I mean, so my, my, my boyfriend does not drink and there are social situations where we have like understandings and social situations where he's like, okay, this is my cap. Like I'm out. And I'm like, mm-hmm. love you. Bye. I'm going to stay out for a couple more hours. I'll see you at home. Like we have like those sort of like boundaries with each other. If we're like in certain scenarios. So I understand I understand Jenna's mentality. She's very similar to Brian. Um, so I, I don't think it's that big of a deal. I do think she should have just said something to Aaron because it's her house. And Aaron, Jenna gave, Jenna knew that Aaron gave her like the best room. Yeah. 
but like, it still didn't have heat. <laughs> it still didn't have heat. I mean, this was like what November. It it yeah. it was cold. It's yeah. I wouldn't want to stay in a house with no heat. I died. Jessel is kind of low key savage. Oh, when so she was, savage. She'd I make like, me cry in a so second. Mean. I know. I didn't. It didn't see it coming. But she really is so mean at just like the blink of a hat. She's like, oh, she went over to her house because she can see the ocean. I'm like, uh. also, I don't think she can see the ocean from her house. No, I think she confirmed she can't. Yeah, but like, what if? What an absolutely <laughs> nasty read on on Aaron's home. Also, um, sad is beautiful. That's where Luann's house is. Yes, I've walked by Luann's house in Sag Harbor. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. It's really cute. It's a the area is just adorable. My Hamptons it's beautiful is beautiful. There. It's it's be- it really is beautiful. Um I couldn't stop laughing at Bryn. Bryn is such a housewife, especially if she just like calms down and stops trying to be a housewife. She uh-huh. naturally gets frustrated about the things that a housewife would get frustrated. So she draws comparisons between things that are completely different. So she she um, thinks that there's a double standard between her not going to eat at Catch, the restaurant, and mm-hmm. ditching everyone, and um, Jenna leaving, and how Jenna was forgiven by Aaron quicker. And it's like, you never apologized for what you did. <laughs> also... I think that what you did is more rude. It is. Like she came back the next morning, chatted and they were good. You, I think not showing up to like a group dinner is like shady. Well, and then posting that you were somewhere else. Yeah. That was better. It's just shitty. It's a shitty thing. And then you never apologize. Like that's the difference. Like how can you not see? It's just so funny to me. No one was comparing (laughs) Right, no one was comparing it, but now that you're comparing it, it's, it's you still lose. Right. It's yeah. so funny to me that she's like, I am held to a different standard. And then Aaron's like, maybe I like Jenna more. I'm like, yes. I think once all of the women settle in, like, what, I think some of the women are going to elevate a little bit, like, to become reality stars, which is healthy. Like, it's okay to have a little elevation on camera and i think bryn's gonna settle down a touch and i think we're gonna meet in a very like happy kind of level right now she's playing in a different playing field than like um the rest of them and it's annoying she's annoying me a little bit i think she's incredibly annoying in her like mannerisms and stuff like she's just acting i don't know she acts so crazy but some of it's also funny and i just want to know what's real right well she's funny when she's like just off the cuff like when she was like trying to open the fridge and she's like white people are so annoying or whatever like that is hilarious (laughs) and then like and like when she says things under her breath when like on the first episode when her and aaron were like going to go have their chat i'm like though she is funny but i don't think i don't think when she's like putting it on for the trainer that that's like i'm not having i'm not lolling but, but I Uba, was lolling at Uba. Oh my yes, god, yes. that was hilarious. She is hilarious. I'm obsessed with her. She's nuts in the best way. Nuts. Absolutely and nuts. I'm like mesmerized by her beauty. She's gorgeous. She I just can't get over the fact that she's I don't think she's ever seen an episode of Housewives ever. Not once. Or so part of me thinks like I don't think she's ever turned on a TV. Like she's just like <laughs> <laughs> in Uba's world, like in New York City, going to like 
and she lives such a magical life and like doesn't drink doesn't touch any substances she just like lives life as uba and i feel like she just walks around the city just like chatting with random people every day yeah it'd be fun to like be in her head for a day i agree i I feel like she's She's got a good outlook unless she's hangry i don't (laughs) Remember, she was like, I need oh, a sandwich yeah. from provisions. And she was losing oh, yeah. her mind. I'm like, yeah. can you not, if you were one of those people that needs to eat all the time, why don't you pack snacks? Yeah. Agreed. Lots totally of agree. people have to eat all the time. And, you know, they just pack their own snacks. I, but I have no patience for people that can't be slightly inconvenienced. It's like a huge pet yeah. peeve of mine because I'm like, being an adult is being inconvenienced. You just like figure it out. <laughs> right figure it out (laughs) like i don't think we need to be like throwing hissy fits about what is and isn't there when we get somewhere it was the middle of the afternoon it's not meal time no like a little snack also tell your driver to stop at like a mcdonald's on the way exactly i don't know it's a long drive out there but i'm like you live in new york you could have picked up something for the car like it's not that yeah oh my god so funny um when they played true truth and a lie why did it all end up being like sexual i was like the game isn't necessarily sexual they just wanted to make it that way i think they were playing sexual version of it or like saying yes to like the first one that was all sexual okay I think that was like kind was like, of uh, that's not the two truths and a lie i played but okay <laughs> but you stuck a popsicle up your vagina okay like you're too true and i would be like i found the vaccine for ebola i found the vaccine for <laughs> <laughs> no i had cholera, <laughs> I had cholera. my I my had lie is always baby. that my real name is amanda because oh, your real name is mandy it is Oh, we have a similar journey because my real name is Tom, not Thomas. And people always think that it's Thomas. But it's like, I would get so mad at teachers in school when they would be like, Thomas. And I'm like, that's not me. So you no reason to get so mad at someone who isn't in this class. Right? Would people say that to you like Amanda, like when they were like speaking down to you? Did that ever happen to you? Like growing up as a kid? Um, oh, maybe I didn't get talked down to that much. I was pretty quiet in school and like extremely okay, obedient. I was, <laughs> I was like not ever on the wrong side of the teacher. Got it. Except well, for like, one time in college. Oh, what'd you do? <laughs> no, I just like, d- I took a class on international law and I came to the conclusion at the end of the like semester that international law doesn't really exist because there are no like consequences for breaking no there are but like people break them all the time and there's no consequences and Mm -hmm. while i was taking this class like we had invaded iraq and i was like so clearly there's no laws because like we invaded a sovereign nation that had absolutely nothing to do with our country and did not attack us and so i wrote that in an essay at the end because he was like does international law exist or whatever and i just was like no because we invaded iraq and this is all so stupid and like i didn't say it like that but i kind of backed up on my and this is his profession right he's like an expert in international law so he did not enjoy my my thesis nor my essay i think we i think you don't need to lose sleep over that one though no i don't but i'm still frustrated it's like come on it doesn't like this is like when we were just talking about the un and i'm going to the un general assembly i'm like yeah they all meet and they all make promises and then they get mad at the u.s for not signing something and then all the other countries sign it and break 
and break it right. <laughs> like, constantly. Right. So like, so what's, yeah, or the U.S. This is the most annoying will like sign on to a political declaration about universal health care. Oh, great. Yeah. Yep. Or universal health. Yeah, it is uh, the most annoying to me. <laughs> I could go on and on about my problems with everything. I love global problems. Okay, want to anything else on New York before we oh, hop on over? I love, to, you love it. I'm loving it. I think it's so fun. I find it so fun. I am very drawn to Aaron. Like, I am drawn to her energy. Not her politics, but... <laughs> I'm interested to find out her politics. I'm interested to find out what was going through her head. Like, when she's like, there's an explanation. I'm like, did you lose a bet? <laughs> I did see on Instagram on premiere night that she follows Ron DeSantis. So that doesn't make me think we're in a good Got space. It. Got it. G-Line. She doesn't follow the Trumps, but she follows Ron DeSantis, which I'm like, Ron DeSantis is who you're choosing to get behind? Well, Nuts just because you follow someone doesn't mean, like, I follow I, a ton of people I on I understand X. that, but also, <laughs> she follows around to saying, I think following on Twitter is different than Instagram, though. She's following him on Instagram, and then all the stuff comes out about um, her donating, and I'm like, right. those two things have to have some merit. No, I just think she's doing it because of Israel. Probably. And the yeah. type of Israeli politics. Like, there is a fear of some people of, mm-hmm. like, a U.S. government not being 100% standing for the country. And people yeah. are very scared about the country not existing and having so many enemies and all of that. And um, she's Israeli. So, um, right. so you're, not you're, saying you're, it's correct, right. yeah. but she's in the minority of Jews that vote Republican. You know, along with my yeah. father, who... <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> At least he jokes really? about it. Oh, oh yeah, he's my father's from the Soviet Union. You can't take someone from a communist country ever uh-huh. and assume that they're voting democrat. Every all the Cubans, all the Vietnamese refugees, all the Soviet refugees, like they have a major fear of big mm-hmm. government. They're scared of it. So they're naturally drawn to the sort of like Reagan type politics. Right. Interesting. Yeah, my mom used to tell me that um, his trauma made him vote <laughs> the way he did and not to judge him for it. <laughs> well, that's uh, most people, so. <laughs> <laughs> that's so true. That's so true. Okay, let's head on over to Portugal, which is not Spain. Drew learned that. Have you been to Portugal? I've not been to Portugal. Me neither. I want to go. It sounds really cool. Also, there's these... Portuguese islands that are in between Portugal and the U.S. Yes, called the Azores. Is that how you? I yes, I believe so. It's stunning, stunning, and they are like have these microclimates, which sounds yep. really cool. And I'm yes, I want to go to Portugal. It looks beautiful, absolutely okay. beautiful. And I'm glad no, they weren't totally. in Lisbon. I'm glad they like were somewhere else. Yes, they were in like a. Uh, it felt like we they were doing things that. It just newer things, not just like city things. Like new, I liked them going to like the little restaurants with the families and the wine and the. It was mm-hmm. just like very and the dancing, the pilgrims, yes. pilgrims. <laughs> I was like, this is a vacation. This is a vacation that I would, I would want to go on. Me too. Um, although I don't know, I would want to be with all of them because. No, 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 no. I don't mean that. I mean, I would do everything they're doing. Not without them. Without yeah. them there. They're I not was very fun. Very into the sound bath. <laughs> 
But I was surprised there were no bowls. Usually in a sound bath, they like have a bowl and they go around the rim and it makes these weird sounds. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe it's like a cult. Maybe like culturally they're different in different places. Like where, where's a sound bath? I guess this is my only thing about that. (laughs) In my mind, I don't think Portugal is like known for sound baths. I, I, in my mind, I think they were like, that is like a housewife, like trope, like let's go to a sound bath. And they found one and they did it. Cause like, where, where is that? Where is that premise like From, kind of born out of? Not sure. Not I mean, a, and is it coastal Portugal? <laughs> and is it an actual treatment for fibroids? Well, let's, <laughs> that is troublesome to me. Sorry, Does so that funny. trouble you as someone who works in medicine adjacent? I think on some level, Sheree knows that she's going to have to get fibroid surgery. But I think it's really hard to come to terms with it, especially if you've done the surgery before. Like a lot of people have to have fibroid surgery multiple times. And a lot of them just try to learn to live with it if it's not too, like if it doesn't interfere too much with their daily life. But I think she's, I think there's a, a, I think most people would rather go the like Eastern medicine route because okay. the Western is so uncomfortable. Sure. Right. So you're they like won't academic. come to terms with the fact that like at the end of the day, you're going to have to get these removed. Like, so she's right. just it living in denial. A, it gives a little, it, it, it gives a little anti-vax to me when she's like, <laughs> you know, we're just, I'm going to go to a sound bath instead. Like that's not going to like actually do anything. Like I could feel my fibroids shrinking. <laughs> like, babe, no. So um, the, Origin of sound baths uh, came from uh, Tibet. Ah, not Portugal Portugal. (laughs) or Mexico, where we've seen them as well in Housewives um, or Miraville Spa or Miraville Spa (laughs) in the Berkshires (laughs) and also in Arizona and Sedona. Um, Oh my gosh! Well, I thought the whole thing was just so funny. I think Sheree knows that she is going to have to get this. We gotta go to a, we gotta find a reason to go away. The thing is she had no problem like going under the knife for her face, but like for the actual problem it's like well, that's so charay. I know. She's like, I will look like a balloon on camera, but please don't take out my face. <laughs> it's like but I think there's like a little bit of that in all of us, right? Like if you're told something that needs to happen at some point and you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. you know, down the, down the road, that's like not really for me. That's just something I was told I had to do. Right. And it's also scary. Things that are internal are very different than external. Like external, you see the problem, you can fix it. If you're someone who hides from problems, having something going on internally that you're not literally have eyes on, she can probably pretend that it doesn't. It, it, you can compartmentalize if you know what I mean because it's yeah. scary. It's scary. It is like, scary. Any sort of, sort of surgery, like it would freak me out. But do go do something about that, Sheree. Don't go to more sound baths because the sound baths I know won't do anything. And I guarantee you can live without sex for six weeks. <laughs> You'll be fine. Anyone A lot of can live without it. sex for six weeks. <laughs> people who deliver babies, right, who give birth have to wait a certain period of time to heal as well. Like, And she's done that. You couldn't have sex immediately after. It could cause major problems. So come on. I don't know. 
I'm not. She's just living lives in her own la la land, and Completely. sometimes it's very funny. And I'm finding this very funny. And sometimes mm. I'm like, does she really believe it, or is she like putting this on for us? No, no, no. I think she really believes it. Okay. She's, she she is um, very delusional. But she also is playing this role of oh, we all just need to get along. And she's never played that role. It's so like, yeah, why is she doing that? a little that? disingenuine to me because she's always been kind of an instigator. I mean, mm-hmm. her whole stint on, her whole last stint on the show, because never forget, she's been on the show in three sets of periods. <laughs> three sets of three. No, just kidding. In, in the middle period that she was on the show, she had that title of being like the bone collector mm-hmm. where she would like, gather dirt on everyone and i'm like well that doesn't really kind of like coincide with this mentality of you crying because everyone's no one's getting along but at the same time i do kind of understand her i think she's also upset because i think she feels that the show isn't good because like (laughs) they're not filming together so she's like come on guys let's let's be funny let's do something to be good for the cameras like i'm trying here because they don't want to film this cast does not want to be together they do not but the best footage is when the cameras go down and no it always is that frustrates me because they're not being as real on camera they're always thinking about what's on camera what's off camera and this is all the housewives but this is like really intense because they just it was almost like watching a different sonia and a different sheree once the cameras were down sonia I can't stand. Oh, she's awful. She's so mean to her sister and her family. And she acts like that kid. Like she acts like a child who everything was given to her and everyone stopped their lives for her. And that that just needs to continue for the rest of her life where everyone waits on her because she is the star. And team Kenya, because I don't know if you saw everything that was going on and like on Twitter and stuff, but Kenya was like, what the fuck? Like, after she saw the episode, because Kenya, like, literally helped her raise, like, twice as much money as she was planning on raising at that charity function. And in the same episode, Sonya's talking, like, the biggest shit about her to Marlo. Like, and I'm like, girl, you are using these ladies for their clout, but not actually because you want to be their friends. And it's extremely transparent to me. I, like... Fuck, go away. Like, stop. You're not, she, she comes across very phony to me. Like, everything is like for the show, and it's just not, I don't buy it. Yeah. She's also not the personality I thought she would have. Like, I don't know what I thought it was going to be, but not a side character to Marlo. Yeah. Like, I thought she would, to me, she had the temperament that would buddy buddy with, with like, like candy. candy. Yeah, yeah. That's what I thought it was going to be. I thought they would be besties, but. Marlo is a weird person to get behind. That's a choice. <laughs> a choice. <laughs> I'm um, loving Drew. I love Drew. I she's the future of the franchise Agreed. at this point. Agreed. She's um, a bright light for me. She is honest. She's hilarious. She'll fight about anything and she'll cry about anything. And Munietta, I think, is a stellar friend of. I mean, when she accused the ladies of collusion. <laughs> that was very crazy. <laughs> Loved it. And then someone like brought up, I think Sonia was like, what are we, Donald Trump? And I was like, do you guys not know how to use collusion in a sentence? 
But in my mind, I mean, I've, I know the word collusion, but when I think of collusion, I just think of him because he said it so iconically. And then other people would say it like collusion. in impressions of him. Yeah. yeah. It's like, <laughs> I agree with her. Like, I, I'm like, what? Like Trump collusion? Yeah. It's so funny. Like, we're going to not give military aid to Ukraine <laughs> until right. you like dig up dirt on Hunter Biden. That kind of thing. No, that's not what we were discussing last night. <laughs> No, no, no. We were talking about... We were um, talking about how you lie about everything. Yeah. <laughs> um, Marlo does make me laugh, though, in some of her yes, when she's When she's on, she's great. I just, I think she doesn't... I think she's a bit too guarded about her life to be a housewife. A housewife. She has to be a friend of. Yeah. Yeah, she's great as a friend of. Pop in, stir up some drama, head out. I don't buy genuine anything genuine about her like um relationship with that guy i also think her i think what she does for her nephews is awesome i just think the nephews are like i don't want to be on camera and like i feel like she kind of forces that on them i i I think leave her friend of or take her away but i don't think we need her in this full-time role the hard part about her is that she consistently goes below the belt and then Mm -hmm. assumes people will forgive her and that right. is a frustrating like characteristic to watch. It's like, no, you can't keep doing the same shit. We will cut you out. We won't engage with yeah. you. And she doesn't learn. And that's so, so frustrating. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree. And She's- But I did laugh when she said, if the seven-year itch is over about Drew and Ralph, why are you still itching? <laughs> This is the thing. The ladies are funny at the core of it. Well, every, yes. not not Tanya really, but everyone else is funny to me. <laughs> like just genuinely funny. So even when we're in, like when people are like, the season isn't that good. I'm like, it's not their best season, but like I do lol. Like I have lol. I laugh. Lol I laugh. I really yeah. was frustrated the first maybe six episodes of the season because it was so like the hate that some of them have for each other was like seething through the the tv and i was just like i'm feeling like you hate being here so why do i want to sit on my couch and be here with you bravo's gonna work on that that's a big note i have for them is like they that's not watchable and a lot of the shows kind of turn that direction especially when they've been together for a long time and like i just feel like a lot of the critiques of the shows of the recent of the past year have been like it just got too dark you know like they just don't like each other like salt lake city new jersey atlanta like we need them to have some sort of genuine like connections built in you know yeah and there's not enough genuine connections of this group of women to carry the season there just isn't um Mm-mm. but drew is carrying it on her back <laughs> love it I okay so why do you think she is so adamant about putting forward that she never kissed LaToya do you think it's because of her religious background no I think that she knows that Ralph is a big old cheater and is trying to get the divorce to happen and she doesn't want anything like on her record as like ways that she fucked up I feel like that's like what it is because she said on Watch It Happens Live that he was cheating like constantly or something like that. She said something that alluded to him being a, a cheater for a lot of their relationship. And I think she kind of has an escape plan that she's trying to like build out. 
And uh, two things that are problems in her escape plan. One is this, <laughs> I guess, this lawsuit for $1,000. <laughs> she doesn't want to look bad to any sort of like divorce attorney like she wants everything to be good and she also doesn't want there to be a rumor that she cheated because then like that may come into the court when she's like you uh, cheated on me like like I think I think she's trying to come across like the best version of herself so she can get out on top with her and Ralph which I don't think ended up happening I think that's the core of what we're talking about because she kept alluding to be like you guys don't know what else is going on interesting so you think she had been planning to get out of this marriage while the season was going on. I 1000% because they divorced, let's say like maybe a month after wrapping and we're almost done with the season. Like from a filming perspective. Hmm. Or they, or maybe not a month after wrapping, I guess maybe a couple months after wrapping, but the seeds have been planted about escaping, especially when she talked in her confessional about how weird the Vegas thing was to her and how it was this woman who was on set with him. And like, I just, I, I think that there is, she's trying to play the long game of how to get out and look the best. I just didn't see that for her because she seems to always defend the marriage. But then with him, she's put up with so much crap. I mean, she isn't letting it go necessarily. Like, she's still upset about Tampa, but mm. she lets it go enough. And I'm like, well, what happened this time? What was the the straw that broke the camel's back? I think she's tired of answering for him on camera. Like, I think it bothers. I think that was a big problem. And I think the Vegas thing to her felt weird. And it felt weird that he jumped on it to go. And then also, I, I feel like she was annoyed that she had to address it on camera. Like, I feel like she yeah. behind the scenes would have been like, don't go because like, I don't want to talk about this. Like, I don't want to, I think it's weird. And if you go, I'm going to have to like, try and make up some story to make you look better. When in my mind, this is weird. And he still went. Well, how did he go from like, maybe not having a good enough body to be in the music video to then being in the music video and then having a good enough body to be in the like magic mic performance? Like, well, the what? story is all very loosely thrown together for me with him. He's a, he's a, to me, he has some darkness, pathological lying and things like that. Yes. Yes. So do you think she's with Ty, the WNBA player? I don't think so. No, okay. I don't think so. That doesn't that doesn't feel like right like true to me. I would love for that to be true. I I would like it for her. I don't. I, don't I actually know. I don't, think like her that. in a relationship with women, she'd be treated better. I feel like she seeks out men who mistreat her. Like she's one of those people. Like if it's not Ralph, it's going to be the next guy. Like she just. Well, most women on this cast would be better right. in a relationship with a woman, <laughs> right? <laughs> right, Sheree. Hey, Sheree. <laughs> Like they all would maybe do a little bit better, but uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, does not have good track records of men. Like, let's go the women route, babe. I think I think they all all should. Um, oh my gosh, at the end when they were all yelling at each other and Sheree like walked off, and Drew was trying to be mean to Marlo, like saying, you know, can you pass a drug test? Like, what was that about? When they bring up drugs on camera, I need them to be more specific. Like when Bethany accused 
was it Sonia of doing coke? Like is <laughs> Dorinda and John. Or Dorinda and John. Yeah. Like I need you to like spell it out like that for me. Because this whole like and it happened with on Jersey when it's like you're a disheveled drug addict and it's like Jen is smoking pot. Like, come well, oftentimes, on. Oftentimes they are I think the New York situation, they were talking about cocaine, and I'm yes. sure cocaine was present. Um, because it's New York and they're of that like I don't know. I could just you could just see it. Yeah. Happening. Yeah. I think with these ladies and I think like I think they're just talking about weed, but they just like so think stupid. It's a thing to say, but it's like weed is not like it's just it's legal like, in so many places. In most places. So it's not really like who so cares? Dumb. And also like weed doesn't the line this is what always frustrates me about like the weed conversation with drugs and then conversation with like bad behavior it's like weed never really leads to bad behavior like <laughs> like your your constant like shots of tequila would lead to bad behavior like weed leads yeah. to you being on oh, the I'm couch asleep. talking about your feelings but like tequila is gonna get you like fighting with someone on a bar that was just so interesting and then when you know she's making fun of Marlo's edges and criminal record and Marlo then says since Ralph works in tech he can just look up the charges what did she mean by that what is Ralph's actual job I don't, I don't know I thought Noor told me that he like reads kids or he writes kids books or something I, I don't know <laughs> I don't know that that whole the crazy um and then for Ralph to text Marlo directly was insane I didn't think that that was needed. Very unnecessary. Very unnecessary. Um, So we end with OC? So wait, can I go pee real quick? Yeah. I'm I'm like dying. (laughs) Thank you. Go. (laughs) Okay, thank you. Sorry. Um, I'm trying to be on my like water kick, but all it does is result in me like peeing all all the time. time. No, I have the same thing. Why? (laughs) I don't want to do this. (laughs) Um. Can we just take a quick detour? Um, yeah. Cardi B, a couple hours ago, posted remember dot 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 on her Twitter and then mm-hmm. has a picture of two Hasidic men crossing the street. Wait, what? No, what is that? Why? Do you think it's a reference to her Jewish lawyer? Because <laughs> no. she just got those charges dropped. For throwing the mic at her fans. No, what is it? <laughs> Please let that be it and it not be it some like, ter- I mean, let it be that type of anti-Semitic joke and not like where I think this might be going. People need to get off the internet. Yeah, but <laughs> <11. laughs> I don't even know what to say about it. <laughs> what are people saying underneath it? Um, a lot of people saying that she's in competition with Lizzo for to see who can have the worst week. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, between that and the stuff that Rudy Giuliani's testimony had and his <laughs> tapes about Jews, that I'm just like <laughs> talk about hilarious. Like, when he was like, the Jews are always trying to make Passover happen. It happened like three thousand years ago, and it's not the first time the Red Sea was parted. <laughs> it's like hey. You couldn't mention another time the Red Sea was parted. (laughs) He is such a fucking clown troll. (laughs) He's awful. Did you see someone commented and said, 
For people in the quotes and replies don't know what this means, including me at first. It's a reference to her song Bick and Head, which is like a song a song of her first album. And the quote is Lawyer is a Jew, he gonna chew up all the charges. And I think she's literally <laughs> saying, I think you're right. Yeah, no, I mean that was my first thought, which is like, oh, yeah. You have a Jewish lawyer and you don't know how else to talk about it other than using like Hasidic imagery because you like your lawyer doesn't look like that. No, that's very. Um, it's not great. Uh, it's, it's not great. <laughs> well, but also like a small part of me has pride every time people brag about their Jewish lawyers and rap songs. Sure, sure. I was like, yeah, my people. <laughs> we can't rap, but actually, Mac Miller was Jewish. Never mind. We can. He was? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. His real name wasn't Mac Miller. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Sorry. What a crazy... I don't know. It's It's a, been a wild, like, calendar year. It has. Being a Jew... And being on Twitter. There's just like, we've been brought up more times than we should. It's like this, it's this like low, it's like this scapegoat that is like so awful that like people turn to. It's like, let's, let's like target this group of people. And it just doesn't make any sense to me. And it's disgusting. And we're kind of like Nini, like, now why did I get brought onto it? (laughs) Right. Right. Like, I always get pulled into stuff. Like, what is it? We're, we're just minding our business. <laughs> Eating our bagels and locks. Being lawyers. Right. Do you listen to do you listen to Michelle Collins ever or follow her? I love Michelle Collins, but I don't listen to her since she's now on a platform that you have to subscribe to. Yes, I, I pay I pay yeah. for her daily shows. She's the best. The she's funniest. So funny. Author. She is hilarious. And she she's she says that, like what you just said, like about just being Jewish and quotes needy. She was literally like said that. Like, why are we always no in way. Yeah, she, yes. <laughs> that's, that's literally what I think every time no, like, she said, Jews are trending on Twitter. Yeah. I'm just like, no, no, come on. <laughs> Wasn't one of us that brought us up. <laughs> right, right. It's, it's awful. Um, okay. Speaking of a very not Jewish place, let's head to the OC. (laughs) This is why Heather had to buy her, uh, place in LA because there's just, there's just not enough Jews in the OC. It's just not a place for us. She's the only one. Yep. She's literally the only brunette, (laughs) the only Jew in the whole county. Um, so it starts off with Shannon telling production that if they air whatever this is about her relationship, that her relationship will be over. And she's really upset at Heather for betraying her trust and talking about her relationship. What do you think the issue is between Shannon and John Jansen that's so bad? Because they're definitely not airing it. I, I honestly don't know. It must be something about their... I bet you it's like maybe something about their sex life, but it's like something trivial that he just doesn't want out there, like that they haven't had sex in a while or something like that. And she and he, she thinks that it'll embarrass him. I, I feel like it's not scandalous. I think it's like so like low level because Shannon just is a big overreactor. And it's clear that he's made it very clear he doesn't want much about the relationship on the show. So. But he's filming all the time with her. So I I call bullshit on that. 
Like, if he didn't want to be talked about, he wouldn't show up with his boat every other episode and it do something. A boat a lot. I, I could use less boat, to be honest with you. I don't really know why we keep going these, like, boat excursions. I didn't know that they did. This is, like, the culture there, really. I mean, this is John's culture. So he, like, lives on the water and he has a boat. And Shannon has made this part of her culture. And then she's trying to bring everyone into that. Into that. The scenes, well, the scenes they, but he's on camera a lot, but it's clear to me the scenes they film that he, there's like lists of things to not bring up because they're so awkward. The scenes, they're like, so how, how was your day today? Like, they don't know. Yeah. How to, it's not organic. Like Eddie can just like chat with Tamara and he'll chat about anything and doesn't really care that the cameras are there. And then Terry loves that the cameras are there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Terry's a little too excited every time there's a camera in his bathroom. Looks like They look like they're like, well, we rehearsed our like eating dinner scene. Like, let's go with, go through with it. Like, it just doesn't feel very authentic. I think he's just more private, but knows that he has to be more public since he's on the show. So when they had the mid-season trailer after this episode, I thought there was something about her saying that I get in fights with him that leave me paralyzed. That was concerning. And does that mean like you get so upset about fights that you like become catatonic and you don't eat and you don't get out of bed? Like, is that sort of what we're talking about? Like the arguments that you two have? Or is it that he like threw something in argument? Or I feel like it's something like that. Yeah. But, or alcohol. Like, they definitely well, have I, an alcohol issue. They like to party. And, like, I've been in a relationship where we both, like, were uh, the part, my partner at the time had very, a lot of influence on, like, the way I was, like, drinking and partying and stuff. And we fought constantly because we were, like, wasted all the time and just, right. like, fighting over just dumb shit because like we're drunk and when you're drunk you just fight because like you're hot and bothered and feisty and all that stuff so i I think that a lot of those fights come out of like late nights at the quiet woman sadly which is dark (laughs) that is so dark (laughs) although i would kind of like to have a late night at the quiet woman i would love to i was in the oc last year and i really wanted to go there but it was like you didn't go did you go to was, Javier's at least? No, I didn't get to go anywhere. I was there for work and I was at the Anaheim Convention Center and just, I just Sounds didn't. Awful. Yeah, it was, I didn't even go to Disneyland. Just, <laughs> just like, get me out of here. I want to go to West yeah. Hollywood. Right. Bring me home I, to my people. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I've only been to West Hollywood once. I went to Pump, RIP, but I've never been to Sir or Tom Tom or all those spots. I've been to all three. Um, I loved it. It's I, gotta, just, I gotta go. But Pump, did you hear that Ken Todd is being sued for like a million dollars in unpaid rent on Pump? No, really? Yeah, that came out today. I forgot to add that to my list. Why do people not pay their bills? I mean, I think they couldn't. I think they weren't making the money. Well, then why don't you close your business? I just, I guess they I'm, did. I'm Pump is closed. Well, I mean, I understand that, but like, I don't think they closed the business the day they stopped being able to pay rent. I think the rent had been overdue for, for quite some time. That's I, my point. Like, why not close then? You know, 
I feel like they dropped the ball on everything in West Hollywood because they're so focused on Vegas. You're probably right. Also, the restaurateurs do this. Like, it's I think just like it's do- no big deal to just like not pay the landlord. No, no, I'm serious. Like, I think in New York, <laughs> like, like people just are reckless because they're like, oh, well, I'll make up my money over here. And like, I'll just pay it back over here. And it's like a constant like gambling game of like where we're going to make our next like buck. I, I, I think that so it's the restaurant not- business is a pyramid scheme. <laughs> I think it is. I, I honestly, I believe it. you because everyone in it, I don't trust. Like, have no, you ever I met agree. a restaurant tour that you're like, Ooh, that seems like a person I could really, really trust. <laughs> no, not at all. They're like skeezy. Yeah. And they're always trying to sell you on like an idea of something rather than the thing itself. Correct. Like Schwartz and Sandy's, the like idea of what it was supposed to be made no sense. Correct. I was like, this is Correct. an acid trip. Like, fine, but I don't know. Oh, okay. God. That's dark space. <laughs> Are you uh, excited that Vicky is back as a friend of? Um, I, uh, I don't know. She wants it so bad that it makes me not like it. I, I always have loved her, like, for the show. I think she is just so watchable and hilarious. But, um... I don't know. I mean, I guess, yes. She's going to bring hilarious TV. She just, for me, I just don't like, I don't like when she gets so mean with, like, the new girls or, like, when she's, like, closed off to new things. Like, that's that's where the show needs to adapt. It can't be stuck in just, like, Vicky land all day long. It's my same issue with, like, Teresa. So if she's willing to, like, meet new people and be, like, fun, yes. If she's going to be, like, awful to everyone, that's annoying to me. I think they might need to keep her as a friend of just to make sure that she doesn't get too dark because she was yeah. so funny this episode when Shannon Hilarious. was like saying people in glass houses. And then she says, shoot the stones at them. <laughs> She's hilarious. She's hilarious. And when she is, she keeps making these bizarre, like, like you are an unhinged woman. Oh my God. She was on, did you see her watch what live? Well, watch uh, yes, I just appearance. watched it before it we started. It was a little bit rough when Andy's like, so you look amazing. What have you been doing? And she's like, well, I've just started having disordered eating. <laughs> like, it's like, she's like, I starve myself for like 18 hours a day. And then six hours, I allow myself to have this little shake. And then I snack a little bit. And then I starve myself again. <laughs> so she's doing the, she's doing the 18. So she's doing intermittent fasting. She said, not Ozempi. Um, which I'm honestly happy to hear she's not doing Ozempic because the her being an anti-vaxxer and then getting Ozempic would have been an insane trajectory. Right. Like, I won't inject myself with that. So I'm happy she's keeping with the no injections policy that she lives in life by. Um, but with the dieting, you know, intermittent fasting to me is just very disordered eating. It is. Like, I understand the mentality of, like, if you are someone who like has a food issue on the other end of disordered eating of like eating too much. much, And you need to figure out ways to put parameters on like when it is that I can consume because like I will stay up all night eating things. Like people have different relationships Mm -hmm. with food. I get that mentality of it being like, okay, my diet is let's stick to eating like between when I wake up and then to like a couple hours before bed. Yeah. Like something like that. that. I get that. That I don't, I don't think that's like bad, but the, like she's doing, because they, 
she's doing 18 six which is 18 hours of no eating and she said i only eat for six hours a day i'm like that is just full on anorexia <laughs> it's rough it's really rough and i i don't know and then everyone's like clapping i'm like i wouldn't clap for that that's and you, you're creating an unhealthy oh any diets of that sort of like that any diets that are that strenuous like you're creating such an unhealthy relationship with food that it's only going to make it worse as life continues to go on and you're going to fluctuate your weight's going to fluctuate more instead of just like kind of instilling a normal kind of happy lifestyle right like when they were like gina how did he lose weight she's like i stopped drinking i was drinking a lot (laughs) there was a lot of sugar in there and that's all the weight that you see gone i'm like that makes sense right Totally. Or, and I did like, I also did like Gina being honest. Did you see her being like, I did Ozempic for like a month. Oh, Emily. I, yeah. I mean, like jumpstart her. We'll forever get them both mixed up. Their names yeah. don't belong with each other. Um, no, Emily. Yeah. She, I like that she was, she was like, I tried Ozempic cause it was, everyone was doing it. And she was like, I could not like, she was like, it made me so ill. So I stopped doing it. But then I realized that like, I just loved like power. Lift. She's like power lifting. I'm like, go off she looks so good she looks so great it's strong but i love her at all sizes like she is a beautiful woman one she's she is like movie star beautiful to me she's stunning her hair i'm obsessed with her hair obsessed Obsessed. if i could have volume like that and it not be frizzy i don't even know what i would do (laughs) i don't know what i would do i would just like i die for that hair it's like thick it's too. Thick and it's beautiful. It looks like a Vidal Sassoon commercial from back in like the nineties, you know? Right, it does. I mean, she is model status for me. She's stunning. She's amazing. Um, I'm not exactly super excited about her and Shane like disagreement storyline, but whatever. It's fine. It's I'm happy fine. she's happy with him. He's I the only time I ever liked Kelly Dodd was when she called him a little twerp. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Shane fan. I find him very funny. And I've have found him funny for like years now. I think he's funny. I just he's he's just he's the little twerp. It he's that so, it like in the first episode or something where she was like, Oh my god, I hope I'm not pregnant and he's he's like, Who's the father? And he's like, Hopefully someone rich. <laughs> No, he he is, and he's coming across so much more likable than he used to. I think he was nervous to be on camera before. I think he was too, and I think he's just more confident in himself now that he passed the bar. Mm-hmm. Like, that was just like hanging over. They him. lowered it. They lowered the bar for him. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've got Gina and her real estate license. I don't need it's, to see that ever again. Um, very interested though in Heather and Terry selling their massive house and Heather banking on this like Mark Cuban interactive streaming platform called Fireside. Like, what is this? Talk about like a pyramid scheme. Like, how would you even make money in that? Is this like another? Do you remember Quibi? Is that even how you pronounce it? Of course. Yeah, Quibi. Is is this like a Quibi knockoff? No, I don't, because Quibi's whole thing was quick bites, so it was like little short form content. I don't know that that's what this is. I just think Mark Cuban has so much money he can just, and pe- media is is currency these days, and like streaming services. So I feel like he wants in on that in some way and is investing in this like new platform. I don't really understand what the platform was, but she made it sound like if she 
like partic- if she was like an investor in it that she could also be like a host on it? It sounded like she wanted to be was going to be a host and it's like wanting to spend more time in LA to be a host and not managing the like eight staff that work for them. I you know, I I don't mind Heather. I've always loved her on the show. I think she makes for a great kind of like contrast to the women. Like it's a good mix for me. But the way she talks about the people that work for her, I find to be so, so degrading and like, um, just like, uh, what's the word? I'm blanking on the word. Um, she just talks down. She, it sounds like she's trying to be nice, Patronizing. but condescending, condescending, condescending patron. Yeah. yeah, sorry, I couldn't get there. Like between her in Montana talking about how she has appreciation for people who like do manual labor. <laughs> I'm like, babe, like, and then you're like, my life is so hard. I don't want to manage eight maids. You're I'm like, however, like, like four like, housekeepers and like two right, gardeners and chefs. And, yeah, yeah, most people, you chose to build the largest house in Orange County for like essentially just to say you could. Yeah. Like that was you. So that's but not then she really, got tired of it. I get, I get why she's tired of it, but like. But women like, can change their mind, Tom. <laughs> just kidding. Women can't change their mind. <laughs> Are you gaslighting me? No, no I just think it's <laughs> so funny I just, it's that a lot that she, she keeps like, talking about. It. If this was something that I worked for and wanted, I can't imagine myself like changing my mind seven or eight years later. Like I just, I don't like to move a lot. I'm happy with like if I like really want something and then I get it, I like cherish it. Yeah, you know. She- she sold the home where her embryos are like built into the walls. They're etched into the, <laughs> into the like glass. I'm like, girl, you are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> is this her midlife crisis? I think it is. I think we're seeing it unfold. Although she's she's past midlife, but is she? I mean, do you, do you qualify midlife as forty or do you qualify as like? 55 plus. I guess it depends on what zip code you're born in. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Technically, she's not midlife anymore, but I do think this is a bit of a midlife crisis. Yeah. She's not going to be an actor again, guys. I don't don't know who's going to tell her that. It's not going to happen. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I just like that her and Terry have a good relationship and it doesn't seem put on. Like, they genuinely seem to be on the same page about everything. Yes, I agree. I I love them together. And I also love them for the show. I think she's a bit insufferable, but I like to have insufferable people on the show too. I also think she's very accurate a lot of times when she's like, hey, Uh, this isn't healthy or this is weird. I'm like, yeah, that is unhealthy. Like Gina, stop calling your boyfriend about your ex-husband and crying. Like this shouldn't be the first phone call you make. I I actually can't with her... The thing with Gina that bothers I mean, she that whole trip and the whole thing with Jen, but then, like last week, she was like she filmed this whole scene with her ex, like as if yeah. like everything's great, like just with him and her and um, Travis talking about like business stuff, and I'm like, I don't understand what like if you're so hurt by what he did. Yet you're with another guy. They do it for the kids and to show like this is what their life is like, I guess. But I don't know. She's. I need to stop saying I don't know. Someone told me that I need to stop saying that because I'll say I don't know, and then I say something I really know. You know. (laughs) 
with Gina, I think I actually believe her that when she stopped drinking, a lot of her feelings came to the surface that she mm-hmm. had not processed. And she, like most housewives, has not yet figured out that you actually need to work through that 100% in therapy. Yeah. And like, if you're seeing a therapist not regularly, it needs to become regular. And you need to invest a lot of time and energy into working through these feelings. But she, I, a lot of people who get sober whether or not they believe they're an alcoholic or anything like that, mm-hmm. seem to have similar things come up. It's like, oh, I got sober, and then I realized why I was drinking. <laughs> sure. Yeah. It's a, so it's a vibe. That, that makes cover. sense. But her getting mad at Heather for giving her some good, honest advice and making it into Heather not being a good friend is mm-hmm. bullshit. Heather is being a good friend. You just want a friend who parrots everything you say and makes you feel good all the time and never gives you the honest truth yeah that's exactly but and this is kind of like a defense of her a little bit like some people just need that in life like they don't need friends that are and i don't work that way i need friends that are honest with me and i hope that they that's so it's a give and take with me and my friends but some people need like like I know people in life that need just like play friends, like as adults, like friends that will just be like, laugh, don't call them out on shit. Do like, just go have fun with because they don't want to talk about their problems. Yes, but she's on a reality show and her problems are being talked about all the time and she's talking about them. So if she's talking about them, other people can talk about them. I know, but she doesn't, she doesn't, she doesn't (laughs) view it that way. She doesn't view it that way. She's like, everything should be on my terms. But she, the Jen stuff has no relation to, to her anything. I mean, Jen is coming across as the most level headed. <laughs> Wait, do you love her? I kind of love her. Oh, I love her. First of all, I've always said I love any Jen with two ends. Oh, you, that really? Yeah. I've never mm-hmm. met a Jen with two ends that I don't like. <laughs> That's why you didn't like last season, Jen. She just had one end. Just one end. Yeah. Wasn't it? Wasn't good enough. No. Yeah, I love her. And I, but I do think this man is crazy town. Totally. But let her figure that out. And she's, she's figuring it out on camera, which I want to watch that. But you know, like, I, I don't know. She, him with this like graffiti wear is tough for me. I loved it. I thought it was so funny. There's so few things that like will make me laugh like that. When I found out that he actually made it, I thought it was some sort of like yes. fashion statement. I didn't realize he makes his clothes and like writes his it's own like graffiti. Like that is so much funnier. That's like bedazzling your own jeans. Oh, it's like DIY Backstreet Boys. He looks like a boy <laughs> band. I love ever. it. It's and not even Backstreet Boys, like new kids on the block. Like, you're we're, right. You're right. Like yeah. real old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he also has crazy eyes. He does, but so do so many of the men on Orange County. Like no one had crazier <laughs> eyes than David Bedore. Oh no, of course not. I mean, he. I don't think he's blinked like a day in his life. He's <laughs> like Mitch McConnell. When, yes. when I saw Mitch McConnell speak live, I realized that why he looks so weird is because he doesn't blink. It's not just is that he, he looks like a turtle. He doesn't he blink. Like, 
Is he the uh, the alien that they found? Like, like <laughs> <on this planet? laughs> it doesn't feel real to me sometimes. The not blinking is scary because I started counting how many times I was blinking in between each one of his blinks, and it was like six. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just stood there at that press conference the other day. That was scary. That was. That was. Scary. I don't mean to laugh. He is no, just a yeah. bad. Since I kind of don't care about laughing. Yeah, but. I. But, <laughs> anyways, people who don't blink freak me out. Freak, out. <laughs> yes. freak me out. Just, it's such an odd thing. So, yes, I think Ryan has crazy eyes. I don't really know what's going on between them, but he's honest. Like, he's honest. He's like, yeah, I've cheated on my wife multiple times. I cheated on everyone I've ever been with. But I plan to marry you and, like, be with you forever. I know. But to hear him say it, I was like, Jen, like, you don't hear that and think to yourself, well, maybe let's read. (laughs) He said it's with, like, his, just, like, right from his chest. He's like, yeah, I totally cheated on her. Like, you sound, like, happy about it. You didn't sound, like, ashamed by it. Like, he didn't, he wasn't trying to, like, make it better. He was, he, he almost seems like proud of it looking right it was so weird the way he said it. it was so weird which i just don't understand cheating because there are so there are enough people that are interested in being in open relationships and polyamorous relationships like there are people who are okay with that but for them it's like the sneaking around it's like the having the side chick you know, and then also having the wife that like they get off on. That is sick. It's sick. And I can't imagine. It's just, you have to be, one, I never, <laughs> one thing about you, I'm like, who has the time to like manifest a whole ass relationship like that? People are really good at it. I know. It freaks me out. I'm, I couldn't, one, I would never, but then also just like, in life, I'm like, I don't know, even if I had the inkling to, like, I don't even know how you would make time to do that. So, someone I know through a work-related thing um, told me recently that their boyfriend of two years cheated on them via um, one of those, like, missed connections on okay. a local DC, like, website that everyone is on and was kind of caught because she saw it and it sounded like a story that her boyfriend had told her and then she reached out to the website and like the person couldn't confirm that it was her boyfriend but was just like I'm so sorry someone of two years and she's like what kind of idiot do you think I am like you told me that you met this person and that Anyways, like people just will go, but he was like the audacity to post it on like a mixed connection. People are so dumb. <laughs> I know, but you convince yourself of things. They're like, oh, this will be fine. No one will ever find out. The chutzpah. Like, like uh, come the on, the chutzpah. Okay, then just Eddie asking these hard hitting questions. I feel like Tamara is so tough when they're around all the girls that she cowers when there are men around. And I don't understand it. Is that she thinks that they have to talk to each other and that she can't talk to a man the way that she talks to a woman? Or, like, why does she have so much energy for Jen and Ryan's relationship, but then when Jen and Ryan are across from her, she's silent? 
Well, I don't know if I agree. She like was so mean and nasty to Brooks. That's true. That's true. I think she, I think with Ryan, I think she's a little scared. Of him. <laughs> I think she just doesn't. She's talked so much shit about him. Yeah, and I think she's kind of like I don't know how to navigate this. I don't know what he knows that I've said. Does he want to talk about it yet? And I also think there's some weird off camera stuff with all of them. All of like it seems friends, they like they were friends and then not friends and this Heather person and all of it is odd to me. Bring Heather into the mix too. Like, can we have her on if she's a part of it? I know she was on last week, but I just mean like, can she like come on the vacay? Can they fight somewhere about it? I don't know. Can she like, give us a confessional about her friendship with Ryan and why it ended? I, I want more context for all this stuff. Because so. how was she okay with Ryan and being friends with him when he was cheating on his wife? But then when he was cheating on his girlfriend, that was too much. I guess because she didn't know the wife. Maybe, right. but then what, does that make it any less bad? Well, certainly not. But I think she was just like looking out for her friend, being like, <laughs> well, I don't want you to do that to my friend. Like, I don't care who you do that yeah. to. But like, it's kind of up to her friend whether or not she'll tolerate it. Totally. I Why? Think these, that- these women like feel like they have to point out everyone's shitty relationships. But the truth is like, let the women discover it on their own. What? Agreed. There's, it's a waste of time to worry about other people's situations. I never think it's worth time in on shows or even in real life. Like unless someone is being, you know, um, in a dangerous space, yes, I don't think there's yes. any reason to intervene. Right. But Jenna's not in a dangerous space. She's with a weird asshole, but like, he's not doing anything. He's just like a cheater. Um, and a, and a sex fiend <laughs> who makes his own jackets. Makes his own jackets. Let him jackets. Yeah. Yeah. She can get wronged by him down the road, and that's her problem. She's just so different. She reminds me of Dr. Jackie a little bit, and like that she's calm and doesn't react so quickly. And I like she, that. I that's like fun. that quality. It's that's nice. Really, it's different. And right, I like that she's different. like processing it. Totally. And Vicky, Tamara, Shannon are all not that way. So it's a fun sort of like. Um, make a battle that they have it's interesting watching shannon try to hold her tongue yes because she's not good at it and she's so awkward and it's way too funny she's so awkward and her eyes tell a whole different story to what her body's doing (laughs) i've never thought about that but it's so true it's like her eyes are like like, what the hell and her body is just like (laughs) not moving (laughs) yeah (laughs) oh shannon's she's one of my faves she's just she makes me laugh regardless like when she was opening his fridge like four times and each time the mayonnaise fell and like she thought it was she thought it was her like i know like (laughs) and she gets upset about she's like it's awful like come on shannon just like put it back differently like put it back so it won't fall back out you keep putting it back in the same space and you keep opening the fridge and it keeps falling. <laughs> She's hilarious. <laughs> Her physical comedy is unmatched. All right. We've been talking for so long. I've kept you. Thank you like so much for being so generous with your time. I love well, chatting with you. Every I appreciate really? laughing with you. Um, tell everyone where they can find you, where they can listen to your podcast and anything else you want to promote. 
Yeah, so you can follow me at the Tom Hamlet on Instagram, and then the podcast is Dumpster Dive Pod on Instagram. And um, yeah, just check out the podcast. We are we cover so every other week we we go and cover um, a show that was kind of formative in reality TV, the reality TV pantheon. And then on our off weeks, we chat about what we are watching currently, both uh, scripted and unscripted shows. So you can kind of get a gambit of all the things that you love to watch. And if you just scroll through our like pod feed, you'll find like a recap of a show you may have not thought about in a second. Check it out. I love it. You guys are so funny and all your tangents are great. Oh, thank you. We got a really funny review recently that was like, they, they 70% deliver on what they promise to do, but I actually like that they, they, they were essentially being like, all they do is just talk about random things, which is like not what the episode's supposed to be about, but that's why I'm here, because I like the random shit. I was like, this is the nicest thing anyone's ever said about us. Oh, that's so sweet. That's kind of why <laughs> yeah. I listen, because if I, I don't watch most of the old reality stuff, so I have no mm-hmm. idea what you're talking yeah, about. Even later, yeah. But like seeing, you know, and I'm also not interested in like the non-Bravo reality world, but like mm-hmm. what, like hearing siblings kind of back go back and forth in a funny way. There's something always funny about that. Thank you. We appreciate that, and that's what we try to do. It's, it's I'm very lucky to get to do something with my sister, so I, I'm very fortunate for that. So I would love to be able to do something with my brother because he is so funny too. But he is so unplugged. Like he is no, he doesn't have Instagram. He doesn't have Twitter. He doesn't know about anything viral, any memes, nothing. Right. Like you're like, where would we go? Where would we go? He, I did have him watch the Real Housewives of Potomac with me when we were driving across country in mm-hmm. 2020, and um, he was very confused about wigs. Like he thought it was like a completely different person with Karen Huger. <laughs> he, oh, he was like, "Oh well, then who's she?" I'm like, "Karen." He's like, "No, Karen has like blonde hair," and I'm like, "No, that's a wig." <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "Huh?" <laughs> wow, he is unplugged, huh? Beyond beyond unplugged like i don't even know how to describe how unplugged like my dad knows more about like the world and pop culture <laughs> than my brother he sounds like my dad <laughs> in the, the best way he's just he plays like f- fantasy basketball fantasy football that's his pop culture he's an actuary wow he's the treasurer for the american academy of actuaries <laughs> Huh. <laughs> you live very different lives. <laughs> just so different. He's just like he's just, he's very funny though. Like but yeah. yeah. Anyways. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I love <laughs> chatting with you. I know everyone's gonna enjoy this episode and I will see you hopefully next month in New York City. Yes, please. I like just text, just text me the date again, and I'll I'll make sure to plan. Like put block it off my workhouse so we can go grab lunch or something. Yes, yeah. If you don't mind coming down by the UN, <laughs> just kidding. No, we don't have no, to that, go there. It's the worst. Well, no, but I I work um in Bryant Park, so I'm, oh I, right by. Yeah, it's yeah. Not, that's on like Forty Second, right? Yeah, I'm okay. I'm technically on Thirty Eighth, but I get off the train at Bryant Park and walk down. Perfect. Well. We will. I'm excited. We'll do it. We'll do it. Okay. Okay. Well, we will talk soon. Bye, Mandy. Thank you.